The following is a Barrett Sports Media production. There are two sides to the broadcast industry, content creators and money makers. This podcast is for that second group, sellers, buyers, managers, anyone with an interest in business. You're all welcome here. This is Seller to Seller. Now, here's your host, Jeff Cabes. John Sheftick is the market manager for Dick Broadcasting in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. John's been in his current position now almost uh, five years. He's been a market manager before with Cumulus, Double O Radio, Panama City, Next Media, and was a DOS for Beasley Media and Curtis Media before coming to this current position with Dick Broadcasting. I met John in Boise, Idaho, where he spent 13 years with Clear Channel, as they were then known. Let's get to Dick Broadcasting. Tell me about the organizational structure that you're under there, number of stations you know, in the total group, in your cluster, and just the organization so we can get a, a, a feel for it, John, as we move into the, the budgeting topic. My boss is Dick Harlow. The company's actually owned by Alan Dick. And okay. Alan was an old broadcaster, had legendary, legendary stations in Knoxville and Nashville, and had sold those radio stations for some crazy number and was out of the business. They kept the Greensboro stations, and it was kind of like, you know, keeping your feet in it. Uh, his son, Taylor, was old enough and educated enough to decide he wanted to get the business. So they decided that, what do they do? They, they're broadcasters. And they bought Newburn, they bought this cluster, and they bought Savannah. We have a total of 18 radio stations. Oh. Then they were like, now we got to find guys that know how to turn this stuff around and get the, get the ball rolling. And uh, I knew Dick from, from the old Clear Channel days. And the next thing you know... He's like, I hear you got a place down there in Myrtle Beach. You want to go back down there? Because I'd actually run this cluster before. I ran it for Next Media. I still had, you know, I had a home here, just packed up the stuff, put it in the car, came back down, started, uh, you know, run the radio station. I mean, quite frankly, uh, they allow us to run our company. Um, you know, I mean, we have a lot of contact with Dick. You know, I got about a 20-minute ride to work every day, and that's where we talk and discuss and but, you know, the, the officers of the company, all that are in Greensboro, which for my market's about, about three hours away. How many stations in your cluster there in Myrtle Beach? I've got five here. Okay. You know, I've got, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I've got everything from, you know, our monster is the news talk. And I have classic rock, classic country. Um, I've got kind of a 90s-based rock station. And I have also have a CHR. Um, CHR is the most difficult to sell. Because they're just, there are not a lot of young folk clubs, that kind of thing here. You know, by the same token, the the folks retiring here by the droves, man, they're coming here. Real estate is insane. Everybody and their dog is from the Northeast and they're moving here. That is why radio still works. Let me get to this. This other monster is prepping for budget. Let's talk about the process for you, John, in the Dick Broadcasting structure when the 2023 budget is due. What's that process like for you as the market manager? Well, I'm fortunate enough to have been here long enough to have history here, which helps. But essentially, they send, they've got a giant spreadsheet with anything you'd want to know about your radio station. You try to put as much research with rates and revenues and everything you'd need to take a look at. My process is the same as has been forever. I print every piece of business that had been on this radio station for the year. I take two highlighters. I take the highlighter that that is coming. I highlight the guys that are not on the air that are coming back. 
and highlight the ones that are never coming back. And if I take that number and I total it all up. If we feel ballparkish that we want to be around $4 million and I've gone through every account on the air and I feel like, okay, I can come up with $3 million. Well, now we have to figure out the strategy and the plan to come up with everything else to make up that, whether it be, you know, events, new business, digital. But I think that's a relatively simple process to know at the end. I have a good feeling that I know that let's just say that I have $3 million that, you know, no matter what happens, that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Then from there, we build around that as to how we're going to make up the rest of it. Um, I get the same report from salespeople and ask them to cross out the folks that they think are not coming back. And I compare the two of those and I can have this number. You know, so, you know, I'm fortunate in that I've got big radio stations and we, we sign a lot of annual business. We work with people like Vantage. By the same token, about about seventy percent of our business is local direct business. Okay, and so you, you know where that's going. You know, what I yeah. mean, I could sit in front of that car dealer and go, "Okay, are you on or off next year?" Yeah, we're good. We got cars in. You know, sure. and there are those people too that, that you're there and you're going, "Okay, you know, um, you were you know you were a five thousand dollar a month account with us for years. Uh, now you're at zero because you have no cars. You're getting cars again. Now you're starting to see some of those people." come back into the scene. But, you know, really for me, it's, it's all about that figuring out what is solid and where it needs to come from. Then we get into rates, average rates, you know, if we want to do, you know, another $500,000 on a radio station, that's already packed to the gills. Uh, what rates do we need to plug in to make sure that we can get to that point? Gotcha. Now, what about, John, how do you factor in, and maybe corporate does, when they're grinding the national research and the regional research that says, here's the kind of growth you should expect, radio national spot market, the local market for Myrtle Beach area. So this percentage increase over last year is what we think you know the market's going to produce. Uh, how, how is that handled, per se? Because that's kind of a separate number that sometimes is handed down to us, right? Hey, you got to oh, do yeah. at least 4% more, my man. Compass projects the 5% growth. Um, I believe with what I have, I, don't, I look at that, Jeff, but mm -hmm. I put my whole package together and go, here it is. And if it doesn't match that, um, we'll, we'll have that discussion. We'll try to figure something out. Sometimes mm -hmm. they don't. Mm -hmm. But to be honest okay. with you, I've been in a situation here. We own the market. Uh, you know, we are far greater than Compass Media saying five. Um, I'm probably going to budget somewhere around seven or eight percent. Wow. Yeah, I get people like that, but I have reasons, I have really specific reasons to think it's going to do that. And, and one is, I'm telling you, 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 the question you have to everyone you meet is, where are you from? I always say th there are eight people that are from Myrtle Beach. The rest <laughs> of them yeah, they're on the air. From, yeah. yeah. What about the else? salespeople, John? How do they participate in this process are they given a number to hit uh or do they come up with a number from their perspective that they're that they can hit i ask them to give me their number their number is what i need but i have a number already i need for example if 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 you're a sales guy for me say on our news talk wrnn that 
20% of that business last year on WRNN is you. That, okay. You're the man on that thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I've got a formula and a sheet with all your accounts that shows where you need to be to do 20% of that bigger number. If you did 20 last year, I'm, I'm asking you for a larger number, but I don't really need you to do any more than that 20%. If it is 15%, I want it to be because everything else was exploding around it. Because sometimes you have to go down, you know, especially in 2020, you know, I had guys in here that, you know, they were losing $5,000 a month accounts that the doors were shut. Well, hard to make up a car dealer with a sandwich shop. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So you, there's a lot of realism there. Now, even the month to month stuff, John, and sometimes the quarterly stuff where in sales, we're constantly being asked, how much will you do next month? How much do you got in your pipeline? How much will you do this quarter? You know, and that that game kind of goes all year. What's the process like for you with your sales staff on projections? I start out by we when we get together and we decide, okay, Jeff's going to do a million dollars this year. Once okay. I have agreed to all of that, to me, that's set in stone. I do not change. I've worked for guys that you reevaluate quarterly and do all that, and I do not do that. Here's your number. That's what I'm asking you for. If you can do that number, I'll pay you a bonus every month. So it is what it is, and I, I lay that in stone for them. We talk daily. I have weekly one-on-ones. Uh, we have we still do a Tuesday Zoom call, but I see these people. When the salespeople around the country, really, John, and you've worked in different markets, how do you think a salesperson should go about their own projection, right? Should, should they go with the two-marker system, the two-color system, who's coming back, who's not? How much increase can I get out of somebody? Uh, what percentage increase in digital could I have? What do you think they should do? Well, those are the discussions we're having in sales, one-on-one sales meetings, too. I try to find those things that, that you're all about. You know, if, if, you know, if you're not a dog person and we're doing our Pucha Mania event, you may sell a couple of booths to it because you want to make that money and we're asking you to sell three booths. But if you're the guy that has, you know, three dogs and, all the contacts and, you know, quite frankly, I, yeah, I'm leaning on you going, come on, man. I, I know you could do 12 boosts there, and, you know, but I try to find those strengths and weaknesses and push them in that direction. We try to incentivize and reward you with things that you're into too. They're all on commission. So if there's something that they're excited about and they have a project or an idea, I'll tell you what we're doing this year. I had a guy come to me and say, uh, I saw in the trades mm-hmm. that someone had done a, a haunted car wash and she's got close relationship with one of the guys that owns a bunch of car washes here. You know, I said to her, if you can make this ha- happen, you know, if we do $25,000 with this, it's worth another 500 to you plus the commissions. She went out, put that whole thing together. The other folks sell it. So it helps her to want to champion, you know, that cause and help them too. You know, I got a guy here that is absolutely, you know, sports nut. We're the flagship for CCU football. All right, on fire. This guy is nuts about it. So, you know, I mean, he goes out and sells, and I've got other folks that, I mean, if we have everybody to the football game, they don't really know anything going on on the field. So they, they, they sell some if their client goes, I love the program, but they're not that guy that's in everybody's space that just thinks you're crazy if you're not involved with it. So, you know, when it comes down to budgeting, we also have those, 
you know, have those discussions about the projects that you want to be involved in and possibly grow. So what about the, the income piece, John, the, you know, the, the salesperson, well, of course you want to make more money. So you want to make more money. We're going to have to do more sales. And some people, Hey, you know, they, they've been in the business for X amount of years and they're like, well, you can, I'm going to have to work how much harder or sell this kind of an event. I don't want to go down there to the concert festival or whatever. Yeah. You got to talk that through and try to push their buttons to growth. Is that what you're always looking for? Is I get it, but how about some growth? Uh, honestly, not always. You know, I, I have people too that you got. You know, you know when they leave you. I, I, I'm I'm pretty confident, Jeff. When when you left those radio stations up there, those business went away. <laughs> um, some, yeah, and and sometimes I'll look at somebody and go, okay, you, you know, you don't want a big number. And if they were to leave you, that number would not be nearly as big because of the relationships and, and that sort of thing. They're not going to call on, you know, 20 people a day. But if they're working and they're doing what it takes to maintain that, I think we don't have enough conversation on maintaining business. You know, everybody should be able to do business. How much new business do you have? Well, that's great that you brought in 10 grand in new business, but it's not so great if you lost 30 grand because you weren't paying attention to the guys sure. with the money. Dick Broadcasting, 18 station group competing uh, alongside the Cumuluses, right? The, the Odysseys, just go down the list of the iHearts, the big, the big groups, and to the digital piece, John, okay, to the digital piece about how you guys are organized that way and, and what's been that strategy, what's worked for you and what are you still trying to grow into? We are fortunate that we have our, our folks in Greensboro. We don't, most part, we don't third party. You want a website? We have people up there build websites. Okay. You, know, you need artwork, you need video. We have people to do all that stuff. In-house, in other words. Yeah. We, we, you know, we email the guys up there. Hey, you know, like to set up a meeting for Dietrich's car wash on, you know, October 15th. This is what we're needing. We have a conversation. They send somebody down here. And you're you're with the client. They they know the people that work for us. Uh, they have relationships with their project manager. Uh, and to be honest with you, everybody likes coming to Myrtle, so it's like love to do a face to face down there. <laughs> right. We we really our 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 goal with our digital is to really be that that arm and that partner with the smaller mid to smaller business. I mean, we, we were doing a crazy number with Venus Swimwear out of Jacksonville. We have some of those big accounts too. But at the end of the day, you know, you have businesses that are specialized businesses that many of them work with specialized, you know, advertising agencies, you know, yeah, my, my boss, when my boss calls, hey, man, I get all these things on my phone, come golf Myrtle Beach. Yeah, I know those people, you know, and they're like, well, I mean, they use a very specific um, golf related agency that that's what they do all over the country is they know how to sell these packages and contact you. We're looking for the people, you know, that, you know, I have a, a cleaning company guy that, I mean, he does a big number, you know, they mm -hmm. do carpets and restoration and, you know, house floods and, and they do a big number. But really, it's a mom and pop business, mm -hmm. and and they need help, and and they're inundated by people that that promise them all this kind of help, and sometimes they get drawn in, 
the next thing you know you know you're you're dealing with folks that are out of you know who knows where they're not receptive they're not nimble they're not fast and that's where people i mean i've got a guy that we manage we have a huge digital street sign one of our guys gets on the computer and puts all of his you know uh, whatever he's doing up there we design the logos the art we put it all on but you know we also work with people that you know local brew pub that has an event that wants us to manage their facebook and their email blasts and you know they're not going to spend 10 million dollars but no no but they're going to keep it with the person they trust right right there hey do my radio you do that you'll do that great that takes it off my plate because i already trust you next next case let me ask you this john Uh, when it comes to what we now see and what you're seeing and we start looking at clients who say, you know what, I'm good. I got this guy doing my Google. I got this girl over here that does my Facebook ads. We're buying cost per clicks. Uh, I don't think I need over the air radio spots, right? So how is that evolution going for you? What What are you seeing with those types of clients or not? Well, this is this is what I know. This is me personally. This is what I know. And I say it to everybody. And sure. I have, and I've had yet to be proved wrong. It's just like print. If you don't have brand, you can be all over the internet and every, you're just, a, you're just a click through swipe through, you know, you get stuff on your phone. It's like, what is that, man? It's off your phone, right? Who are you? In other words. Yeah. yeah. And our pitch to most of these small businesses is it's the least expensive, best way to brand yourself is still radio, brand yourself in the radio. And then you start to move into the digital space where you know, you're sending email, you have Facebook ads, all of a sudden you've got a brand. When that thing pops up on your phone or your Facebook, you've heard of it. Um, you click on it. We're also very lucky here. We have a lot of old people moving here. <laughs> they still listen to the radio. Radio works here. I can't speak for these other markets, but I am telling you, Radio still works here. And when somebody says, I'm going to brand myself or I'm going to use Facebook, and we run into that, it's usually short term. They'll cancel for 90 days, plow money into some digital piece, and then they realize that it wasn't the, you know, the panacea. It was like, well, what happened? Well, I don't care what anybody says. You know, we radio owns the car. And you're in there driving down the road and sure. you're listening to Wave 104. And yeah, you, you probably should get that front end aligned or whatever. And you're kind of, yeah, and you're in that car. And you're sitting at home at night and you know on your phone or whatever. And you start to get these ads. It, it just moves the needle for you. I think it's a, it is, is a beautiful marriage and combination. And uh, we have found that actually uh, we've had growth in, phenomenal growth in both areas excellent Um, yeah primarily because i think we do a pretty good job doing it but the other part of that is when you're in a market like this where you have a lot of retirement folks i'm telling you you know we put on a golf tournament every year with with wave 104 it it sells out in like two days it is a it is a massive party we generate huge amounts of money for charities but people know man they hear it on the radio and they're there well, that's, that's, that's tremendous, man. It's so good to talk to you. And, and, uh, I guess we'll all have to get down to Myrtle beach. Uh, we know who we can hit for some golf. There's what'd you say? How many courses around the Myrtle beach area is over a hundred. Okay. 
Oh, I'm surrounded. Je- it's to the point now where when somebody says, hey, we're going to go up here in North Myrtle and play, and you're like, oh, man, that's like a 30-minute drive. It's like <laughs> I got to pass you know, 10 courses to get there. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm five. I'm telling you, I'm playing this weekend. I, I am 10 minutes from the course. We will play, we'll tee off at eight. I'll be done at one. I'll be home, showered, having lunch, you know, by two o'clock. You can find more information on John Sheftick there on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm sure uh, they'll get that and review, subscribe to this, pass it along. It's how we grow it. Email me, jeffks54 gmail.com with interview requests. Check barrettsportsmedia.com for weekly sales columns and past pods. I will talk to all of you next week. Thank you for listening to Seller to Seller with Jeff Caves. Each episode is available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, the iHeart app, and most podcasting platforms. To stay in touch with Jeff, follow him on Twitter at Jeff Caves and read his sales columns on BarrettSportsMedia.com.